You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Welcome to the Profit Podcast, everything NFL and fantasy football related all season long with your host, Calvin Wright. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Profit Podcast. It is Friday, September 27th. We finally had a good game of Thursday night football, so hip hip hooray for that. We finally got that breakout from Devontae Adams. We've been waiting for 180 yards, so I hope you bought him low while you could because that that window of opportunity has been slammed shut. Now, he did suffer turf toe, an injury to his foot. However, reports are coming in that it isn't going to be too serious and he may not even miss any time. So, thankful for that as someone who owns Devontae Adams in a lot of leagues. So, it's the Friday show, which means starts and sits. I asked you on Instagram once again to drop any starts and sit questions you had. So, let's just get right into it. First question, John Ross, Sterling Shepard, or Chris Godwin? Pick one, standard scoring. I would personally start Sterling Shepard. Now, don't get me wrong, I love Godwin, but I don't love his matchup this week, and I think I think he's still worth a shot in PPR leagues this week, obviously, but with his injury concerns this week, I'm not too excited. He hasn't practiced much. And John Ross, he is far too risky of a start for me. He's completely boomer bust, and he can easily win you the week, but he can very easily lose you your week. I'm not comfortable taking that risk, really, especially when you have these other options. And Shepard, he's coming off a big game, and given his matchup, the loss of Saquon Barkley, and the improvement of quarterback, I'd fire him up. Next question, Mark Andrews or Greg Olson? This is tough. Greg Olson, he's coming off a fantastic week. However, his stats were inflated a bit by the two touchdowns. And while we don't want to take that away from Greg Olson because he did score the two touchdowns, he's very touchdown dependent in my opinion. He has a great matchup once again, so he has a great chance to repeat. But I would still play Mark Andrews. He he had a down week last week, but I think it was, you know, he was playing through an injury. So I expect him to bounce back this week. Question three, Lamar Jackson or Danny Dimes? Uh, Daniel Jones, for those of you who don't know. Um, Lamar Jackson, I'm going Lamar Jackson, yeah. that's that's He's pretty much a start, a must-start in my opinion. Uh, his rushing ability makes him pretty much matchup proof and I expect him to ball out against a struggling Browns team. And Daniel Jones, he looked great last week and he has a good matchup, but I don't think you can bench Jackson right now, and I don't have quite enough confidence in Daniel Jones. Now, Daniel Jones, I, I, I think he's worth a shot, but I wouldn't start him over Lamar Jackson. There's several quarterbacks I'd start him over. I'd take Daniel Jones over Josh, uh, Josh Allen or, you know, a bunch of other quarterbacks. But Lamar Jackson, he's a must-start in my opinion at this point. Next question, Josh Allen or Tom Brady? Now, as much as I love Allen this whole season, and I've talked about how great he is because of the rushing, I'm going to have to sit him this week. His rushing ability, yes, it provides that nice floor, but the Patriots, they haven't allowed a touchdown this season. 
And if you rewind it a little bit, it's been now four games that they haven't allowed the touchdown if you count the Super Bowl. So their defense is crazy good at this point. And I, I'm, not, I'm not starting anyone against the Patriots right now if I don't have to. Now on the other side, Tom Brady, he's been a great fantasy option this year, which we weren't really expecting. And I'm not expecting a huge game from him this week because, you know, the Buffalo Bills, their secondary is very good. But he's going to be a solid and safe play. So I'm taking Tom Brady over Josh Allen. Next question, Chris Godwin or DJ Chark? I'm going to have to go Godwin if he plays, of course. Well, Chark has looked great and the Broncos defense has looked pretty lackluster. I expect Chark to see a lot of Chris Harris Jr., who just got done holding Devontae Adams to four receptions last week. Uh, Shark, he's he's good. He's not quite as good as Devontae Adams yet, <laughs> obviously. So I think Goodwin, he's going to have a good game, like I mentioned, especially in PPR leagues. So I'm going Chris Godwin over DJ Shark. All right, next question. Philip Lindsay? Uh, not really a question, but uh, I'm not a big fan of Lindsay. Well, he did have a good week last uh, week against the Green Bay Packers. His fantasy performance, it really was inflated by the two touchdowns, only 81 yards on the ground. And while you can't ignore touchdowns, which I don't like saying, well, he did have two touchdowns, so it's inflated, he he's in almost an exactly 50-50 timeshare with Royce Freeman. And if it weren't for that controversial holding penalty on the Royce Freeman touchdown, Freeman and Lindsay would have both recorded exactly 81 yards and with only one touchdown differentiating them. So I don't think there's a big enough difference between Lindsay and Royce Freeman for me to be comfortable starting either because either of them could do- get it done that week. And it's in a complete 50-50 timeshare pretty much. And I stay away from timeshares as much as I can in fantasy. So in addition, on top of that, we saw last night the Packers, they have a bad run defense. They just gave up a hat trick to Jordan Howard, and I'm not expecting two touchdowns from Lindsay every single week. And I expect the Jaguars to do a pretty good job of bottling him up. All right, next question. Josh Jacobs, Will Disley, Cole Beasley, or James White? Ooh, it's a four-headed question. Um, I'm going to go Will Disley. Now, I like James White a lot this week, and I like Josh Jacobs, and I even like Cole Beasley, not as much as the others, obviously, but I can almost guarantee 25 points from Will Disley this week. Now, I put it on my Twitter and my Instagram, but the Cardinals have been historically bad against tight ends this year, and I see no reason for that to change. In fact, I'm so confident in Will Disley that if he doesn't record 25 or more points this week, I will buy a Will Disley autograph card and host a giveaway on the Instagram. That is how confident I am that he's going to completely take advantage of this awful Arizona Cardinals tight end defense. Fire up Will Disley everywhere you have him. That's that. He's going to have a great game. All right, so next question, Curtis Samuel. Uh, once again, not really a question, but uh, I've got Curtis Samuel ranked around 30 right now. Uh, he should be okay. It depends on your other options, really. I wouldn't be mad about starting him, but I think in a lot of leagues, you're going to have better options. But as a flex play, wide receiver, two in deeper leagues, I think you can start him. Okay, next one, number nine, Dorsett or Hardman? Philip Dorsett or McCole Hardman? I would go McCole Hardman. The Bills, they have a great secondary, which should slow the Patriots' uh, air attack a little bit. And while Hardman isn't seeing a lot of volume, he has the ability to take one catch for 90 yards in a score. He He's insanely fast. He, he's just like John Ross, but instead of Andy Dalton, he has one of the most talented quarterbacks ever throwing to him. So I am, I'm starting Hardman everywhere until uh, Tyree Kill comes back. 
That's that's my take on McCole Hardman. Start you got to start him right now, unless you've you know got incredible wide receivers. But I would start him pretty much everywhere until Tyree Kill comes back. All right, next question: Chris Godwin, DJ Chark, or Christian Kirk? I would go Chris Godwin. I talked about uh, DJ Chark earlier and about my feelings. They haven't changed a whole lot since then. Uh, now, Kirk is good, and he's one of my favorite upcoming young wide receivers. However, he's going to be seeing a lot of Shaquille Griffin, currently the 22nd-ranked left cornerback in the league. So he's he's still safe playing PPR, but I think that upside is pretty limited right now in this matchup. Um, I think we'll see more upside from Chris Godwin. And Chris Godwin, you know, he had the down week last week, but he's got that high ceiling. You know, Jameis threw three touchdowns, which is about as good as you can have from Jameis Winston. Now, they did all go to Mike Evans, but I, I don't expect Mike Evans to have a hat trick every single week. So I think Godwin bounces back, and he's going to be a good play, especially in PPR, just the receptions will be there. So next question, David Montgomery, Debo Samuel, or Kenny Galladay? Uh... Uh, Debo Samuel, he's only averaging 49 yards a game and only has one touchdown on the season. He has to compete with Kittle and, you know, all those running backs. So many good offensive weapons on the 49ers. I am not really excited about him at all this week. I am not too excited about Montgomery either. I think the Vikings defense is going to overpower the Bears line. The Bears right tackle, he's getting his first start ever after being called up from the practice squad. So needless to say, I, I don't have an abundant amount of confidence in the Bears' run game this week. I, I would start Kenny Galladay. He's coming off a, a, a bad game last week. It was a dud. But he has a great opportunity to rebound. The Chiefs' secondary is bad. And the Lions, they're going to have to throw a lot. We all know that the Chiefs have the ability to put up points like crazy. So it may be garbage time points, but if it's a point, it's points. It, it counts. It doesn't, care, it doesn't matter when the points are scored as long as he scores them. That's what I'm trying to say. So I think, you know, Chiefs will win this one pretty handedly, but... The Lions are going to be down for, I think, the whole game pretty much, so they're going to have to throw a lot. And Kenny Galladay, you should see some some pretty, uh, quite a bit of volume, I think, and he has a good chance to score. So that is the last question on the podcast. I will put up a, uh, a post on the Instagram, and I'll be answering all the questions all throughout Saturday tomorrow, and even a little bit into Sunday morning before the games start. So thank you once again for listening. And before we go, we've got the quarterback streamers. Now, there are only two this week because most of the quarterbacks are either injured, owned, or have a tough matchup. So (laughs) with that being said, Matthew Stafford. I just talked about Kenny Galladay, and if I believe Kenny Galladay is going to have a pretty good week, well, Matthew Stafford's the one throwing him the ball. The Chiefs, uh, they're going against the Chiefs, who I mentioned they have a bad defense. In week one, he went against a similar bad defense in Arizona. And he put up 27 points, and I think we could see a pretty similar output this week. Is at home against this bad defense and a good offense that can put up a lot of points, so there could be some, you know, potential for garbage time, which is, who cares if it's garbage time? Like I said earlier, doesn't matter when it's scored, if it's scored, it counts. So he's only owned in 44% of leagues, so you can get him a lot of leagues if you had one of those quarterbacks who got injured or if you've got a bye this week with Jimmy Garoppolo. So I think Matthew Stafford is a pretty safe stream this week. And the other one, Jacoby Brissett. Now he's only 31% owned and he hasn't been great, 
but he's been consistent. That's He's been very consistent, hasn't scored less than 16 points this week. He's coming off a 20-point performance last week, and he's gone against some pretty good defenses so far. This week, he's got Oakland, which it should be a good game for him. Up next for him is Kansas City, too, so something to keep an eye on. You could get two starts out of Jacoby Brissett. So those are the two quarterback streamers I was able to find. Daniel Jones, I was thinking about him, but he's owned in actually 64% of the leagues already. So... <laughs> really only two everyone else is injured that's that's kind of the narrative right now so thank you once again for listening to this episode it really means a lot of me a lot to me if you leave a review on apple podcasts or we're now on uh google podcasts just just i think yesterday we got the google podcasts we're on there now so big news if you only have an android phone and you don't have Spotify, well, I don't know how you'd be listening to this to find this out. <laughs> but it's exciting news anyways. So, yeah, make sure you leave a review. Check out The Prophet on Instagram. Thanks again for listening. I'll be back tomorrow with Aiden to go over every single matchup, every start and sits for each game. It's going to be a lot of fun. So thanks for listening. Have a good week, four.